You're listening to Fearless Pursuits Podcast, episode number 21. Hey, all you fearless listeners out there. I love being able to bring you dynamic people who add such amazing value to the world. And today is no different. I have a very special guest for you today. I'm bringing you Rilika Schulte. She is a business and success coach from Design Dream Lifestyle, and she helps coaches all over the world bring their vision to life. And today, she's going to be highlighting a few organic marketing concepts for you. If you have an online business or you have a business and you are trying to make it substantial and known throughout the world, here online. Listen as Relika shares her knowledge with us today. Now you and I are working to create the freedom in our lives through the entrepreneurship journey and I honor you for that. Today's guest is going to help you with the strategy portion of that. Now, I realize here on the Fearless Pursuits podcast, we talk a lot about the mindset because it's truly a huge part of entrepreneurship. But let's not throw strategy completely aside here. Strategy, after all, is part of the equation to online success in business. So let's talk about what actions we can take to get ourselves out there in the online space so that people will know our name. Listen now as we dish on all things organic marketing and how you can show up to those people who really need to hear your message. Hey, hey, you are listening to Fearless Pursuits Podcast, where it's that time to slap your doubts and fears around, learn online marketing, mindset hacks, and fuel your entrepreneur's soul so you can have a breakthrough to success in your own business, even if you're just starting out or if you've been in business for a while. I'm Sharon Koenig, an online life and business coach and serial entrepreneur for over 25 years. My goal is to share with you everything that I've learned along the way, including the good, the bad, and the ugly. Each week, we'll explore what it takes to reach your goals, your dreams, and create the financial freedom through online entrepreneurship. Plus, hear interviews from special guests who share their own tips, strategies, and advice on how you can break through to success. If you're ready to dig in, listen in to today's episode. So, are you a business owner and you have few prospects? Or maybe you're a new business owner and you just want to know where the prospects are hanging out. Or maybe you just want to know how to connect properly with your prospects in finding these leads. So if that is you, you are in the right place. Let's welcome today's guest. This is Relika Schulte, and she is an expert in online lead generation. Welcome. Thank you so much for having me, Sharon. Super excited to be here today. Well, you're welcome. It's my pleasure, my honor to be able to have you here. I know that, you know, you really have done some significant work in your own business over time. And I am super excited because, you know, I've been online too, and I've been in business for over 25 years, but I have, I have no shame. I want to learn more. Yeah, that's right. I want to be able to learn from people like you. Yes. So you could, you could be my teacher today. <laughs> yeah, like, I feel like we always need to learn new things. It's never like too much, like it's never too much. We always growing, we always expanding. So absolutely. Yeah. So then tell the audience a little bit about you. We would love to be able to get to know you better. Yes, sure. So I am an online business coach and 
I work mostly with women who look into either transition from corporate career to online coaching business, uh, or also sometimes women who have been in business, maybe even like 10 years or more, but in-person business. So that means that maybe they have um, a physical office where the clients come in, but now they're looking to transition in online space. So it's really like my passion and my mission to help them with creating packages, creating products, uh, self-study courses, uh, funnels, uh, and really the marketing structure that they can start enrolling down clients and ultimately just build up entire business and online space using this amazing social media that we have. Awesome. That There is a lot of components that go into creating the business, isn't there? Yes, yes. It's not that simple. And you definitely need to have systems in place, lead generation in place in order to gain new leads, new people, grow your audience and really make a difference in people's lives as well. So that being said, and we realize that, you know, there's a lot of balls that we're juggling in the air, right? But it's really not as hard as people think. Would you agree with that? Or would you say that it's actually hard? It's not hard, but you have to know what you're doing so that you have to have a plan. So if you don't have a plan, it's really hard to execute anything. So definitely that's kind of the first thing that you need to have. Like what are the steps that you're taking? And so everything kind of starts with a goal in mind and then you kind of reverse engineer everything and break this down into smaller steps that you can do daily basis, weekly basis, monthly basis. So do you believe that everybody should have a funnel? Yes, I do believe so. <laughs> I'm a huge fan of funnels. And so I feel like there's so many different ways to create the funnels, but you should have something in place, some sort of like a lead generation process in place that you can start growing your email list, start growing your audience, because ultimately we don't own social media, but we do own our list and your list is your business asset. So if you have, doesn't matter what kind of funnel you have in place, but like whether your leads are coming through the Facebook ads or Facebook lives or Instagram, LinkedIn, doesn't matter as long as you have something in place that you can collect them and start building relationship with them. And I think that this is a real problem with a lot of people who are just starting their businesses. And I've seen it with people who are have been in business for a year or two because, you know, there are a lot of people out there. They're proponents for making it simple, you know, and not creating that burnout and, you know, saying that you don't actually need a funnel. And I actually, I personally agree with you. I don't think that any business owner should actually consider that they have a business without having a funnel. But the question I'm wondering is that, is there like a, a simple funnel that someone could create versus making it all complicated? Yeah, I think that if you're just getting started in your business, like that's the best way to go to create something really simple. And the best way you can do that is maybe you can create some sort of freebie and the freebie could be a PDF guide, could be a video, could be a, an audio, like could be anything that you can give away for an exchange of an email address. And honestly, nowadays, there's so many great softwares out there that you can use to create your landing pages and to start collecting those emails. And all you really need is like a simple landing page and a thank you page. And you would just put, uh, put your freebie out there and you can start already collecting the leads. And that's your simple funnel to get started. That is super simple. And I don't know why anyone wouldn't want to do something like that. I think maybe it's the tech. The tech would scare someone away, right? But I think, you know, like I'm thinking of MailChimp, for example, they even offer a free version of, you know, you can create a landing page. So we get, you know, people who are new in business and they don't have the budget you know, that uh, and then maybe some of the other business, uh, you know, maybe an existing business might have, you know, to invest in their business, um, you know, so they're using some of these free tools. Are there other free tools for people that you know of where they can actually create a landing page? Uh, there are some uh, WordPress blogins available too that I know that uh, a couple of my clients have used for free. I don't remember the name of those, but I'm sure that if you Google like a landing page, page plugin uh, for WordPress, that is one thing. But I would definitely say that even starting out, like I personally love lead pages, which is super simple because they give you the templates. It's only drag and drop. 
and it converts really well. So, and you can literally get started only like a 37, I believe it's like a $37 per month and you can do a lot with them. And so this is another way, um, or if you really into MailChimp, so which gives you a couple options to create landing pages there too. But I know it's sometimes hard to uh, customize this, but if you're just getting started, just get something out there and like you can always make it perfect later. Yeah, it seems like there's a good, better, best, right? Yeah. We think of the solution for creating these funnels because ultimately what we want to do is we want to be able to get build that list up so that we can, you know, be independent on our own because to your point you know social media you know the way that it is today could could change significantly over time you know we don't we don't really know what's going to happen i mean it's it's been pretty consistent over the last probably what have you about five years or so yeah. um you know but we we don't really know. We don't own social media. So we want to be able to create our own list so that we can actually make sales, right? So the big thing is is to actually get prospects. So what would probably be the best way, I guess, if, if I have an existing business, right? Let's talk to that that group of people, someone who has an existing business and maybe they don't have a lot of prospects, how would this person best go out and get prospects? Yeah, so I would I would love to point out like two best ways. So one of them is organic way and the other one is obviously Facebook ads. So organically, the best way obviously is using live video because the more you can put yourself out there, so the better you can connect with your audience as well. So I would say if you have a business already, so if you have a budget, you can start reaching a bigger audience using Facebook ads and really step into new audience who doesn't know you yet. So it's really great way to grow your list and to grow your audience this way. But if you don't have much marketing budget yet, the easy way to go is obviously doing live video as well. And with a live video, there's a multiple ways you can do that. You can be just solo, just doing like a trainings like that on your business page and just like share this to your personal profile. Ask your audience to share this as well. Or you can also invite uh, guest experts over there. You can also invite your previous clients over there. So there is a many different ways how you can leverage a live video. And actually, I want to just point out that because you have been in business for a while too. So Facebook Live hasn't been around like that long yet. So, and I remember actually the time in my business where this just came out. And so, and it was scary to do the live video. And it's actually way more simple than it was before because before, when you wanted to do the live video, so like there wasn't an option unless you use like a periscope or something, but you had to actually record this ahead, which took a lot of time because you had to have maybe teleprompter and make it all like perfect and nice. Nowadays, it may be scary at first to hop on a live video, but this is the best way because people want to see the real you. They really want to see that you person, that you have your personality and really just connect on a human level too, because that's what we're really missing a lot of times is the human connection. But if you do this consistently, and I'm saying consistently, maybe like 90 days, six months, you can easily build up your audience and really to connect like with your uh, new potential clients as well. And offer them your freebies, offer them to opt in, you know, for your trainings, for your videos, for your uh, PDF guides, whatever you have to offer for them. That's such good advice. You know, the one thing that comes to mind here is, you know, actually there's two things I'm thinking of. One, one is the algorithms of Facebook. So we're talking specifically about Facebook Live. And then the other question that I have would be about what other types of platforms are there where we could actually go live? I mean, now we know there's LinkedIn, but I think Blab is gone. So, you know, the first question again is, you know, what about the Facebook Live algorithms? And then the second question is, where else can we go live? 
<laughs> yeah, so, and I think Instagram is the other one that is really easy and simple, especially with the Instagram stories, which are really snippets of your day. But if you do it consistently, and when I say consistently, then ideally like a five times per day, this can bring you like a new leads and new people come in. Yeah. And by the way, if you may be like listening to this, and if you have done live videos, like I'm curious to know who has got leads like that, let us know in the comments. <laughs> it would be really yeah. good. Yeah. So I definitely say that like Instagram is that, um, but who knows, you can actually go live in YouTube as well. So there's a many different ways. So these are simply different vehicles that you can use and grow your business. But I would ask myself, like, where is your audience? Like, are they in Instagram? Are they in Facebook? Are they in YouTube? And then just like spend time over there where your audience is, but also what's the platform that you personally love? Like, what do you enjoy? So that's how I would kind of make my choices. And I love that too, because you think about, you know, where you, what vibes with you, right? And, um, you know, I have tried YouTube quite a bit, but there's that algorithm question again, because I have actually been, my channel is several years old, and I can tell you that the algorithms specifically speak to keywords there. And so when you yeah. go live, you know, you don't, they don't really boost your, your video. They don't boost your video like they would maybe in, um, Instagram, or maybe they would in, in Facebook, for example. And I really don't know how it is in LinkedIn. So, you know, first of all, I totally agree with what you're saying with regards to people being, you know, they need to see you. They need to be able to get to know you if you want to grow your brand, especially if you are trying to build up your funnel and you have your freebie. So I totally agree with you there. I, I'm really just trying to understand the algorithms because I know like for, I was saying on YouTube, the algorithms really are not in your favor unless you've already built up that uh, momentum, so to speak. And then I've seen some flexibility and some fluctuation here on Facebook. Facebook. And then I'm not really sure what's going on with LinkedIn. Do you have any insight on algorithm? Who knows where this is going? <laughs> I feel like this is always like just like test and see. And just I know that everyone is always like so anxious to know like what's next, what's coming. Um, and there's always some changes happening. So I feel like it's all about just like testing and seeing like, what is your audience responding to like, you know, and where they at. And it's just, just really just testing. There really is no other way just testing because what, what works maybe for one person may not work for somebody else. Yeah. So then while we're in a live stream video, for example, I know that when I've talked to some of my clients, they actually fear closing with presenting their freebie. So that in and is in and of itself the lead generation tool that we have, right? This is what we're using. We're using the platform and we're using our freebie to actually grab someone's email address and get them into our funnel, right? But there's this idea that it's not the right time for me to be telling people about my freebie or to get people into my funnel because they feel like they're, you know, they're online and they're in this video to actually give, you know, it's a mm -hmm. gift to be able to do this, right? So they feel like there's no good time to be able to do that. Do you believe that there is a good time or there isn't, or maybe they should do a little bit of asking to get people onto the, the freebie or not? I think it kind of depends how often you do your uh, Facebook Live. So if you're doing this, for example, every single day, so maybe this is a little bit too much if you every single day ask the same thing. I would always give a call to action uh, in every single video, but this call to action could be, for example, like leave me a comment below, like, you know, uh, share this video. Let me know what you think. Have you ever felt this way? So, or tag your business best in comments. So something different that you can really mix these things up as well. But here's what I always know as well, is that those people who come and see you, they are still interested in you and your services because otherwise they wouldn't come and they wouldn't even watch this video. But I would also give an extra tip here, which is if you're doing your Facebook live, um, instead of waiting and pitching a freebie at the end of your video give it a try and actually uh, already share this in the first couple of minutes 
okay? Because, and here's why, because most people are not gonna stick around till the end of your video. So, but if you say that right away at front as well, that by the way, I also have this amazing free gift and this is for free. If you're interested in, go to this link or I will drop this in the comments and you can download this or you can get access over there. So in that case, you can grab everyone who's watching the replay as well and they can ultimately go and sign up to your email list and learn more about you and get access to your free trainings as well. I love that idea of putting it in the beginning of your video versus at the end. And we know that, you know, people have a short attention span. In fact, the attention span today is shrinking because, you know, it used to people would hang on for a good six or so minutes. And now I think we're down to like four minutes where people <laughs> will actually watch a video now. So when we're thinking about getting people into our funnel or, or, or we really believe in our freebie, like this is a killer freebie and everyone's got to know about it you know you, you definitely want to be able to present that to people in the first part of the video versus the end for example so I'm curious now for someone who is brand new and is starting their business what would be some good organic ways that they can get leads yeah, I would say the same thing. Hop on a video. The sooner you can start building the muscle, the better you will get. And one thing I want to tell you, just be okay that you won't be good at first. So just kind of make yourself like make the peace with yourself that you know what? I know I won't be good on the video, but that's okay because that's how everyone has got started. So and I'm sure that if we would go back to like like if you would go back to any of my old videos, like they are pretty bad. So like and that's okay. So that's how we all have grown. But also what's happened, what happens is that exactly when we're talking about the lead generation, when you're just starting out as a brand new, you can maybe start doing like a couple minute videos only, just like sharing a couple tips as well. Perhaps you don't even have a freebie, then what happens is that you can just giving value. Once you're ready to launch your freebie, you can ultimately also like now invite them to subscribe, to sign up for something too. So it's really simple. And if you're afraid of maybe, let's say, doing like a longer videos or like really hopping live and being present, give it a try in a stories. So stories are really great way, just like a snippets of your day. And why not to try this? Why not? The better you can, like the sooner that you can get started with that, the better you will simply get. So it's a really big commitment for entrepreneurs to go out in the online space and market themselves. Well, that's weird. Oh, it looks like something, sorry. Um, I saw something on my screen. And anyway, it's, it seems like a really big commitment for an entrepreneur to go out and, you know, maybe as, as you were saying, do 90 days or six months or something, experiment with live streaming with all of the various platforms, but also now adding on stories. So the question that I would have here is, you know, how much of, you know, how much are they going to get in return if they're going to be doing this sort of thing for you know three months six months down the road yeah so there is a myth out there that like i post or i do a video and they will come it's not gonna happen <laughs> what do you need to do you actually need to go and you need to engage with your audience as well so you have to let people know that like hey so I'm going to be doing a video. I'm going to be doing a training about this. So I'm going to be hopping live in five minutes or 10 minutes from now. Come and join me. And what I would do if I was brand new, I would actually definitely like maybe private message to people who might be interested in that. And I would ask them like, hey, like, are you interested in like, I will be doing a video about that. And if they say yes, but they can't attend live, I would tag them under this video later on so that they would be notified that here is the replay that go ahead and watch that. Encourage them to also leave a comment. So because the more you can get the engagement, the better this algorithm is going to work for you too. So oh. I would, yeah. <laughs> Did you hear that, everybody? If you're watching this, please put a comment below. <laughs> so <laughs> let's let's get the show going here. Yes. So that's so that's really important then to build up more uh, enthusiasm and more engagement, right? Yes, absolutely. And one of the things is, it's not that people don't want to see that, but they just don't know that you exist or you're just doing this training. So they have to be, and you know, there's so much noise. So the more you can let them know, the better. 
Now, I want to give another tip when it comes to those algorithms. When you private message to people, let's say that you're doing your Facebook lives on your personal profile. When you private message to people who are your friends or your followers in Facebook, then and they message you back, Facebook algorithm actually thinks that you are friends, which also means that there is a connection between you. That means that your content will be shown more frequently to that person. So with that said, is that if you message with your mom all the time in Facebook or with your sister or with your neighbor or somebody, know that that's why they always see your content. So what I recommend is like when you're building the relationships, like you don't have to be pitching and be like salesy person in a, in a private messaging, but just be a real human being. Just have a conversation. Just check out the profile, say something nice, ask questions, and then you can always like, you know, tell them like, hey, I will be doing a video about that. Like, are you interested in? So I can let you know when I go live. And if they were interested, if this is for free, chances are that they say yes, and they might join you. Or if they don't, you can always send them the replay link too and, or tag them under this video. This will boost your algorithm way, way faster. <laughs> yeah. So, you know, we were talking about algorithms before and mm -hmm. not really understanding because it's anybody's guess. So as we're speaking now, this is a, a tip that actually works. So what you're saying is, is that when we have our friends list, we actually just need to be reaching out to them just to say, hey, what's going on? What's new with you? Uh, maybe happy Mother's Day, happy birthday, whatever the case may be. And because of this sheer fact of you communicating and, and being real and human, just saying, hey, that means that that particular person will see your post more often. Is that what I'm hearing? Correct. Correct. Yes. Another thing you can do is, and you may need to test that, and this is not going to happen overnight, but in order to boost up the engagement and that more people would see your post, more people would see your uh, video, um, what would be best to do is before you go live or before you create the post in Facebook, spend about half an hour to engaging with your audience on your feed. And then you do your Facebook Live or you do your post and then spend another half an hour engaging because every single time when you engage with people, they will see your content too. So it's really about two-way street and this is about building up the momentum. It's not going to happen overnight, but give it a try maybe like a three or four weeks and see what happens. And it may seem a lot, but it pays off. <laughs> well, I can just hear people talking right now. Not that I really hear it, you know, but what I'm thinking is that all the people that I have ever coached before would say, gosh, that's a lot of time. I don't really have that kind of time to spend, you know, working my feed, you know, and interacting with people. But you know what I have to say about that is, you know, the alternative is to go to a network meeting and meet lots of people there and interact with all of those other people and think about the amount of time that it would take to get yourself ready, get in a car and, and go and spend that amount of time there. And then the other alternative is in Facebook groups, for example, and LinkedIn groups. The bottom line is that if you want leads, you need to be able to meet a lot of people, right? They need to know what you do. You need to interact with them. So when we're talking about, you know, kind of beating the algorithm thing, I think it's kind of smart to actually network with the people that are already your friends on your feed before and after you post something. You know, it's not necessarily just to get, but it's also to give and to build relationships, right? Yes. And you know what? I want to add to this because you made a really good point. So when people think about like it takes a lot of time. Yes, it takes an entire hour basically to do like some sort of post or something. But quality over quantity. And what I mean by that is one uh, thoughtful post or one video can do way more, let's say, uh, as a return for your business that maybe like just like you know throwing your content out there and not getting enough eyeballs on your content because if you can get if you can double the views on your post or on your video that will lead you uh you know to getting way more people like knowing about your story your content the value that you provide and it's more, more valuable and also keep in mind you don't have to create that much content in that case because you will create quality content so you actually save some time creating the content 
and just putting it out there and focusing on engagement instead. So I believe there was something like you should be spending about like 20% of your time, like creating the content, maybe like for the video or for a post, and then 80% of this time to sharing this content so that more people would actually know about that. So just promoting this and getting more eyeballs on it. I love that so much because really it just talks about somebody posting to post. I was just talking about this on Monday and that's what a lot of entrepreneurs think, you know, because they see people, well, this is what I'm supposed to be doing. I'm just supposed to be posting something and post it and they will come mentality doesn't yeah. work. Right. So, you know, it's quality content and quality interaction that's actually going to get you leads. So that being said, let's kind of break into, we're talking lead generation here. So let's talk about attraction marketing and, and um, relationship marketing because they are two different things and yet they are part of a huge part of lead generation. Would you agree with that? Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. Like I am a huge fan of relationships. And so, and I feel like a lot of times people don't value relationships that much that they only think about relationships when they need something instead of being present when the other person needs something. So, because the more you can give, the more you will also receive. So, and it was actually one of my mentors who said that you should put uh, relationships in your calendar. <laughs> because a lot of people don't do that. So and what that means is that maybe you should pluck out every single week, certain amount of time in your calendar where you focus on building relationships. And that could mean maybe like uh, reaching out to someone, maybe um, just like a, setting up like a coffee chat or a Zoom interview or something like that, that you can really build meaningful relationships or even go and meet somebody in person if you live in the same city. I love that so much. And what I have done specifically, I know a lot of people kind of want to know, like, you know, gi give me the words. What do I say? So what, what I often say is, you know, you, you know, I, I see you on my timeline. You comment on my my posts often. You know, this is a private message, for example. And I just wanted to reach out to you personally and get to know you better. So, you know, we often don't know what to say. And that's one of the things that I like to say, because it really starts to spark up information. But the thing that I think is really important for a lot of people to understand is to go to that person's timeline first and learn a little bit about them. You can see if they've got children. You can see if they are a fur mommy, right? You can see yeah. if they like to... Uh, bicycle or whatever it is. So you try to use that commonality in a private message because you don't want to go in there in this private message, not even really knowing them. I, I know I get a lot of messages. They're like, so tell me about yourself. And I'm thinking you've never even yeah. been to my timeline. I mean, it's all there yeah. really. You know what? You make a really good point because every single time I get a message from someone who is like telling, like asking me like, hey, like, what do you do? Or like, just tell me something about yourself. I'm thinking the same thing. Like, looks like you haven't even clicked on my name and went to my profile because I have it all there, all in my bio, all the photos and all the things like that. But if somebody is coming to me and saying, for example, oh, I saw that you just did this training. How was it? Or I just saw that you went to this event or you just traveled to this place. How was this place? Like, tell me more. So uh, that's way different conversation already. Or sometimes like, you know, I live in Minnesota. People reach out to me that, hey, I just discovered that we both live in the same state. Like, where are you located more, more specifically? So that's a way different uh, connection because they actually have checked me out already and I do the same thing that before I reach out to someone I always make sure that I go to the profile I see what they're up to I click on the business page I you know I check out all the things that they have to offer before I reach out to them because I want to build meaningful relationships Oh, but Relika, that takes way too much time. <laughs> I don't have that kind of time. So, you know, this is this is what everyone always says. And the thing is, is if you want a successful business, you have to take the time to build relationships. Yes, you have to take the time because like if you can't take the time, obviously your success is not your priority. Because That's right. This is it's not going to happen that you will just be like flying solo and without having relationships with anybody or only being there if you need something. So once you prioritize other people, too, and really see that this is a two way street, 
So your things start moving way faster. And it's always easier to ask something, let's say maybe like referrals or to do collaborations. If you have been having some meaningful conversations with other people and if you have been present with them. Absolutely. I have built a lot of joint ventures. I have built some really big relationships, deep relationships for years, simply because I do take it seriously. And one tip that I have is that you've got to really be thinking about your business 12 months down the road, three years down the road. You've got to act today like that person and those activities that you need to have in place for where you want your business to be in a year or three years down the road. And the bottom line is, is and I know people are, are really tired of hearing, is we've got to build relationships and yes there is a right way and a wrong way to do it yes absolutely and because like if you don't see the vision of your business and only very short-minded because relationship marketing is all about long-term business it's all about the long-term marketing like that because if you have good relationship with your um with your audience you know with your mastermind sisters with your mentors like there is a lot that can come out from that maybe you're launching a new product and now you need affiliates it's so easy for you to reach out to those people because they already trust you they already know you they would be so excited to support you in that and that's just the way humans tick. And we, we can think of lots of other cultures. And I'll tell you a little story here. Um, I worked for a State Farm agent many moons ago, like when I was in my early 20s, and he was Asian. And he did a lot of business within the Asian community. And that's the thing with a lot of other businesses, what they will do. And, and likewise, I moved on to another State Farm agent who was Jewish. And there was a mosque and that sort of thing. And they did a lot of business within their community. And that's exactly what we do as humans. We do business with whom we know and whom we trust. So when you're building relationships, this is exactly what we're talking about. So there's a lot of entrepreneurs, especially new entrepreneurs who are coming online today, and they're sick and tired of hearing this. Got to build relationships because it takes too much time. I can't do that. But you know what? This is human nature. This is just the way we are, and we must build relationships if we are really going to have a successful business. Yes, and I think that sometimes this relationship building is a little bit misunderstood because a lot of times people think that I need to build relationships with influencers, some people who are on the top, right, in order to kind of see some sort of like a return on my invest, like return on my time and just kind of the energy that I put into this. I would actually say that look closer, look at your own clients, look at your mastermind sisters, because they are way more approachable on that moment. I know that all the people that when I started my business, that we built relationships, we are supporting right now each other, like on this online space. And when somebody's launching something, we are cheering each other up, like we are sharing each other's content. We have each other like in our shows. So it pays off so well because these people were way more approachable and they are way better positioned to support you rather than influencers maybe who have maybe getting so many emails like and so many requests every single day that you really don't stand out. So don't just overlook people just based on like how big the following is. Very good. Yes. And so I'm curious about something though. I'm thinking about attraction marketing specifically. So I know that, you know, you you are an expert in lead generation. So do you have any tips for people here on what they can do for attraction marketing? Yeah, so I think it depends like how you look into that. So I think uh, really the content that you wanna provide because if you want to attract um, the right tribe for you, so the more on top with the valuable content you can be is really the key. So uh, I'm a huge, fan of webinars to be honest because webinars give a lot of lot of great high value content that you're actually teaching something because the more the content is like superficial people just get tired of that and they leave but you have to kind of say like a, you have to get them to um, have small breakthroughs down the road all the time because if they have small wins down the road, they will be yes to you eventually. And they will sign up to your coaching programs and they will move forward with you. So I would say that um, having a webinar in your business that you can maybe promote and like attract the right tribe to that will kind of pre-select the right people for you and really um, get you those quality clients that you're looking for as well.
So curious, are people tired of webinars at this point? Because it, that's been something that maybe a lot of the influencers have been doing over the last couple of years. And maybe people feel like they're not going to get a lot of value anymore. Or maybe people go into a webinar thinking, oh, I'm going to be sold. You know, do you think it's overused? People have hired uh, general webinars. So with that said, quality over quantity again. I think that people love to attend webinars because this is definitely one of the best ways again to attract new leads, to get quality clients. But the content is really like the meat and potatoes over there. So with that said, if your content is very general, you're not actually going to attract anyone. And that's when people get tired. So, And you only have one time to leave a great impression when you do your webinar. So you might as well give away your entire farm because ultimately people are not going to, uh, you know, people are not going to hire you because of your information. They hire you because of the implementation. So give out the best stuff. And trust me, your people will come back to your next webinar too. I like that. And I can think of my own mentor who basically did give away the farm. You know, I think that there was some detail that, you know, you would want to know with regards to this particular mentor that I'm talking about when she did her, her webinar, which she is putting Facebook ads on it. Um, and, and then when you get into the program, then you learn that there's a lot more detail that goes into what she, what she gave out. It was like, you know, something so simple, but yet so incredibly valuable and then you get into the program and then you can actually go into some of the nitty-gritty of the strategy and so on. So I think that that's part of what you want to do. So I'm thinking of maybe a program that someone would have and then maybe taking a component of that program and using that as webinar content. Do you have any other ideas on how people can actually, you know, maybe get webinar content? Because I think that, number one, that's what they're thinking is, I don't know what to say. Yeah, and that is a common thing. So um, ideally, your webinar has to match with your ultimate offer because it has to be like a natural transition into this. I always say that if you want to create your webinar, take your content from your program. So and with that said, it could be a couple ways. It could be that you just take like piece of your program and you will just kind of teach this piece, but they still need all the other pieces that you're teaching in this program. Or the other way, the way that I love to do things is I love to kind of give like an old, like a high level plan, like what your business should look like. But here's all the things that you would need in your business. But obviously during like 45 minutes or 60 minutes when you're doing your webinar, you can't teach all those pieces, but you're giving them examples, what do you need and how this looks like. And then they know this is exactly what I want or this is exactly what I don't want. And they pre-qualify themselves as well if they want to draw into your program. Gotcha. So now there's a lot of people that might be thinking, oh, wow, webinars, I can't do that. That's too scary. Um, and doesn't it cost a lot of money? You can do live webinars with Zoom. So for example, but I, but I have also seen that some people say that they are doing a webinar, but there is no slides. And they may be just doing this like through Facebook Live but they can create like an event in maybe Facebook group or even like, you know, doing something on your business page and then inviting people to join you. And a lot of times um, the cheapest way to do that is if you don't even do any slides and you're just sitting on a camera yourself and just walking through the content. Now it does depend on your personality. I personally could not do that because I am a very visual person. I like to have things on a slide that people can also read because there are two types of people also who are attending, right? Some people like to listen and learn. Some people need to see the things too. But if you are a talker and you love to just kind of like, you know, create the stories and you're still able to, um, how to say, give the speech the way that you're teaching something to your audience, by no means give it a try, see how that goes and ask the feedback from your audience. Did they like it? What did they learn? Like, and what's the feedback? And then you can simply tweak from there. And then, so then you're thinking Zoom would be the least least expensive route. Is that right? 
I think so. Yes. Yeah. So this is something that you can do. And you do have to pay some sort of fee uh, to do that, like as a live webinar, because I believe it's free if you only use that for yourself. But if you want to have like a group of people joining you, that's when you need to pay uh, like a head. But I think you can also go with a monthly payment. And if your goal is to enroll a certain number of clients, then ultimately this will pay you, like, you know, for your cost of your webinar too. Absolutely. So then as far as attraction marketing, so we're talking about doing webinars as a way for people to learn about you, to learn whether they like you and whether they trust you. But can you think of other methods of attraction marketing that might be easier for someone who doesn't want to do webinars? I think there may be like the easiest way is just a personal connection. Again, like if you just private message to people, um, the one thing that comes in my mind, what something that I implemented, I would say last year in fall uh, is I actually started connecting with people uh, in LinkedIn through private messaging and not about, it's not about spamming people, but it's again, like checking out the profile seeing what they up to and just like, you know, connecting them. And if I had like an article available in LinkedIn as well, so I just shared that with them and I was just like asking them some questions about what they up to. And that's how I was building like those relationships again. And that ultimately also lead them asking me more like, Hey, do you have any other trainings that I could look into? So, so there's a different ways that you can approach those things, but it's a little bit longer strategy. Cause I can see that you're really working at this one person at a time, right? Yes. Pretty much. But you can do that very strategically as far as like, okay, let me just block out maybe like a two hours and then I will be searching maybe like uh, all the life coaches, right? Or maybe there is a specific uh, city that you're interested in so that you want to reach out to those people who live in that particular city. So that, yes, it takes some time, but sometimes the personal connection is everything again. So with attraction marketing again and talking about our posts, you know, getting our message out there, you know, just being real. I'm thinking about groups specifically with LinkedIn because you were just talking about LinkedIn, but also Facebook. So my first question is, is is it a, still a good strategy to go into groups and, you know, be real and use attraction marketing in groups? Yes, absolutely. So I think that Facebook groups, I'm, I am personally not part of every, any LinkedIn groups. Maybe I should, <laughs> uh, but Facebook groups, love, love, love Facebook groups, because these are really the places where your ideal clients are already having conversations about specific topics. I would normally just go there to have the conversations, to be the resource, because if you can be the resource in a group that you can really stand out, answer the questions or rather ask meaningful uh, questions that you can get the conversations going, that will make you stand out. Because a lot of times, like I know people always like asking, okay, how do I go to Facebook groups and how can I promote myself? It's not allowed to promote myself. You're not going to um, any networking events uh, and then like, hey, here's my business card. Who wants that? Nobody wants to talk to you like that because every single person goes there like to promote their business. If you go there to connect, to really build the relationships again, you will stand out as well. Same thing in Facebook groups. If you go there to build relationships and ultimately kind of stand out the way that people will check out your personal profile, that's where they can sign up for your freebies, for your trainings, watch your videos and learn more about you. And ultimately, they can private message you. They can ask you, hey, how can I book a discovery call with you? How can I sign up for your training? So how can I come to your event? How can I purchase a book? Whatever that is. But really, the Facebook communities are the places where you can stand out with your expertise and then people will come to you. So they're really just like, you know, you're attracting the right tribe to you. That's right. And so a lot of people are trying to figure out, okay, how, what do I post? How do I structure my post? Right? So they're getting in their head and they're being very strategic about this whole idea. So I'm thinking more about, you know, Facebook in particular being more like a barbecue. And if you think about going to a barbecue, you wouldn't actually, you know, pass out your business cards and you wouldn't say, this is what I do. So how is it that you can actually tell people what you do in a way that you know, maybe is appropriate for a barbecue. 
Right. So, and this is such a um, such a good question. And honestly, I feel like it depends. It really depends. Like if you're new to some sort of Facebook group, the best way to go is just introduce yourself, but tell a story, tell a compelling story, because the more you can share the details, like how you felt, like what you have gone through, that people would resonate with you, the better you can stand out from there. And I think that as long as you come from the place of service that you want to provide value and not just pitching and being salesy like that, everything will be fine. So, and I feel like there is kind of like two types of people. There are people who love to have the plan that I know exactly what I will be posting next Friday. There are people who like just wants to be want to be inspired and then they post something. So I would say just like analyze what type of person are you? So if you're someone who likes to create like a month ahead content and so just spread it over that you can see that this is not sales, it gives a lot of value. Put yourself in the shoes of your idea clients. Like, do you find value from there? Was that useful for you? And then if you do, that's all good. But if you're someone like me who just likes to kind of fly it <laughs> when I feel it, then just post what you feel. And sometimes it may be relevant for um, you know, a particular day. Sometimes there is maybe something in the news that is relevant to share. Just really be yourself and just let this personality shine. I love that so much. And anybody who knows me knows that I would because really what it boils down to is it, it's an energetic way of doing your business. When we're talking about getting in front of our ideal clients, we need to make sure that we're not being too strategic. We have to make sure that we're actually coming from a, an energetic place of service like what you said. I mean, that's exactly what you just said. And we want to make sure that we are serving people and you can't really serve people when it's all about you, right? Yes, yes. And just tell the stories, give them the details. Um, and there's a couple ways that you can do that, right? When you add the details, you can always ask yourself, like, you know, who, what, where, why, and when, right? You know, so these are the things that you can always think about uh, when you create your post. Because if you can tell the story that, like, I went this place and this is what I did, right? Or I'm here with my friend, my business bestie, and we met five years ago. And I remember how I felt then. And, like, you know, now we're getting together the second time. So this tells a story and people will start engaging with you instead of just being, like, a very straight to the point and, like, not giving anything details because ultimately the more you can uh, make yourself memorable with the details the more people will uh, remember you and they will come back to your posts as well I love that. That's such a good tip. You are really amazing. Thank you so much for all of these wonderful tips. Now, I know that there's probably a lot of people who are listening here. They want to be able to reach out to you. Do you have a special way that people, or maybe a better way that people could reach out to you? Yeah, you can find me on Facebook if you just go to my personal profile, Relika Schulte, uh, or to my business page, which is Dream Lifestyle. Uh, design dream lifestyle or you can also get my free business training for coaches if you go to my website designdreamlifestyle.com well i really thank you so much for all of your wisdom it's so great to talk to you thank you so much for having me it's always so much fun this week's episode was jam-packed with great content and now it's time for you to take massive action Make sure to schedule your strategy session with yours truly and also visit fearlesspursuits.com where you can subscribe to the show so you never miss an episode. And while you're at it, if you found the show valuable, we'd appreciate a five-star rating on iTunes too. Or if you simply tell a friend about the podcast, that helps too. Be sure to tune in next week for our next episode. This is your fearless online business coach, Sharon Koenig. Thanks for listening. Now go out and be fearless so you can change the world.